0: to the fourth dimension, and welcome to the greatest show in the galaxy. I'm Emma. He's Mike, and today, after uh, the all the tinsels down, all the mince pies are scoffed, um, it's time for resolution. Yeah, all the, all the Christmas songs are finally off the fucking radio. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, do you know what? I didn't. I did. I survived Whamageddon.
1: See, I work in a shop. I do not have that luxury.
0: See that's the thing. I'm unemployed, so I'm indoors all day. So yeah, unless I right. actually decide to put it on, it's. Uh, it, I was. I was. It was. I was playing on easy mode. Yeah. Anyway, so um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm at the at the odd day of New Year's Day uh, greeted this episode of Doctor Who. So how did you feel about that? Because I felt weird about it. It was weird,
1: but at the same time, I think everybody sort of seems to forget End of Time Part Two is a New Year's Day. Special. Yeah,
0: but because I mean, that was part two, though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, that's true. So I think that's why it didn't feel that one didn't feel particularly strange. Mm. I think because you know we had the Christmas Day one, yeah. and it's like, oh, here's the other bit the other a week bit. later, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, because Christmas Day felt empty. It was weird because, I mean, mm. we did our usual routine. You know, we did presents. We had dinner. My, my dad and my brother are here. And so they had to – because my brother works Christmas Day so, – uh, or the on Boxing Day, sorry. So yeah. we had to wave them goodbye on Christmas Day. So we did that. And normally that's when we sit down, unwrap the Toblerone, and watch Doctor Who. Yeah. And I, I remember we, we sat down, we unwrapped the Toblerone, and looked at a blank screen, and it was very strange. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean <laughs> – i not lie, I did put my tally on in time for Doctor Who. It's like, oh, oh,
0: yeah. So then I
1: put <laughs> the um, the Food Network Man versus Food uh, marathon on.
0: That's a bit of quality entertainment. I Um, um was it, I think we because it was one of those things we got loads of DVDs, so I think we stuck one uh, of the DVDs on. Like yeah. we watched Infinity War on the day and things like that. That was fun. Um, so yeah, it was just weird. Yeah,
1: I mean, I nearly made a, a Twitter post where it was like saying. Me staring at my bookcase full of unwashed box sets and DVDs yeah. and Blu-rays. Also, me. Oh, and I have something to watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it was weird.
0: It was strange, and uh, but the thing is that, as well, in the in previous, I'm going to hold my hands up. Was in previous episodes of this show. I've gone, ah, well, who cares? Mm. Like. Nothing day, you just watch it whenever, but I actually felt like I missed it. And then when it was on New Year's Day, like I obviously we saw the New Year in on, on New Year's Eve mm-hmm. and you know went to bed at stupid o'clock. And then I woke up and I was like, Oh, yeah, it's Dr. Who today, that's yeah. nice. But it just felt like such a nothing day because I was doing nothing all day, yeah, it's true, you know, wait, you know, because you've got nothing to do because New Year's Day is a bullshit terrible day, mm-hmm. and um. Then it was just on and it was over and it just sort of felt a bit like, oh, oh, yeah, that was a a thing that happened, I guess. So
1: I think it's even worse because we know this is the only episode of Doctor Who for 2019.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we've got no idea how long it's going to stretch into 2020 as well. Mm. I mean, we're talking about like, oh, you know, it's not. It's only going to be 12 months. Might be 18. Yeah. Might be 20 months.
1: Yeah, I think I think they said very early 2020. So you know, maybe they could do a Sherlock and like it off in the new year. That would be all right because you know you've got the slog of the early months to get through. Um. So I don't know. We'll just see. But I will say this for resolution. This mm-hmm. felt much more like the
0: series finale than the Battle of Vanscoor of Kortles. Um, I was going to say the exact same thing. Yeah, it, I mean, because I didn't understand. I was when the thing that I was sort of I'm in an iron about in the run up to it. I thought, why is it called resolution? Mm-hmm. What is the, there that needs to be resolved? Yeah, that we have. I mean, although we we obviously we slated episode ten for not being much of a finale and just sort of an another episode, mm-hmm. but it did wrap up Tim Shaw. Yeah. So and that was really the only thing apart from that kind of weird little bit in the ghost monument about the timeless child or whatever it was. Um that was kind of all that there really was in terms of things that needed like a capital R resolution. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well what what's left? And then when they kind of you know, they obviously gave the way the they gave away a, a, sort of the earliest possible opportunity that Daleks was going to be the the baddie. I mean, and I, I wasn't surprised by that. No. I mean, um I, I would have been much much more surprised if it wasn't a Dalek.
1: Yeah, I mean, when when your teaser trailer says, "Oh, it's the most dangerous creature in the entire universe," they like, you know what it's going to be. It's Whatever not be like could a,
0: it be? It's yeah, not be like a fucking Drashig
1: <laughs> or something, is it? You know, it's no,
0: it's not. You know, um, but I mean, I thought, well, what is there to resolve? And then when you know when um, Ryan's dad turned up, I thought, oh, ah, I see. Mm-hmm. That then, yeah. okay. And do you know what? I don't want to be awful, but I would have enjoyed this episode much more if that stuff wasn't in it. Don't hit me. <laughs> um, I
1: d- well, I I do kind of disagree, but not yeah. like not saying you're wrong. Um, I thought no, you just say
0: you're wrong, that's fine. No, I no, no, just no, 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 no. <laughs> um,
1: I like that they actually had the stones to do that. I don't know if it's the right mm. place for it. Yes. I think it did sort of. It did. I mean, the, the, I'm not gonna lie. The cafe scene was great, especially yes, when wants, Ryan yeah. was taking his dad to task, and um, obviously he set up the Deus X microwave.
0: Yes, I, I did. <laughs> when, when <laughs> combi he... oven, actually, combi oven. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. So I do apologise, but um, <laughs> when when he said, uh, "Oh, a mate of mine." um maiden i helped working out i felt like saying what was your mate's name chekhov
0: (laughs) chekhov's mike combi oven well Um, wonders never cease mm -hmm.
1: so it's there are like really good bits to it i mean especially when like graham opens the door sees who goes no and closes the door again that was great, um especially when like when the doctor sort of like it's like breezily addresses him as Ryan's dad, and then goes, "You weren't there for Grace's funeral. You let him down." In the same breath, in the same sort of airy quality, <laughs> it's just like, "Wow!" Like, yeah, um,
0: I, I kind of love the the lack of filter, doctor, yeah. that that there is. But again, I, I sort of feel like um, it's a bit unfortunate. This is right at the end yeah. because um, I feel like that this 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 whole stuff with Ryan's dad had a natural place to be, and that was when he got sent the letter in the arachnids. spider's episode, yeah yeah arachnids in the u k um that was kind of the natural place to maybe put that in the next episode, mm-hmm. and the doctor's characterization has has changed a bit from then um from you know from episode one, where she's still sort of regenerating and and working things out and you know, social awkwardness doctor sort of thing that, mm-hmm. that kind of lack of filter response to him mm-hmm. would, it felt, it would have felt more natural. I think there. then. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I did quite like the, when her uh, and jazz turn around and they're introduced to him, they're both their faces of like, oh, fucking this guy yeah. is really, really <laughs> funny. Um,
1: <laughs> the, the unanimous. Oh,
0: Oh yeah. Um, I, I I I agree with you. I, I don't want to take away from the actual quality of the acting and the writing. Mm. I thought it was, they were both really good and they, they didn't, you know, I, I was enjoying those scenes when I was watching them. But mm-hmm. it, it for me, it, it kind of takes away, they had sort of like a full tilt action program going on with like a gross Dalek and a, you know, a, a historical thing. And a, a, and then it would cut back to the cafe. Yeah.
1: And it did sort of like knock the momentum out.
0: It did a little bit, yeah. yeah. It like took that momentum away. Because I thought they had a couple of really creepy ideas in this episode that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um and um you know, I was I was really into it but but, you know, I just felt like that the pacing kind of suffered a bit from those cafe bits. Yeah. I mean, could you, oh, you know, it would have been better if you put that at the end. So basically, you know, Ryan's dad turns up, he, he sort of ends up in the TARDIS with the microwave and, you know, he gets pulled back by Ryan and then they go and have a heart-to-heart at the end. Mm. Would that yeah. kind of have been... Yeah,
1: do you know what, actually, that, I think that might have been a better way, That would have been a different way of doing it. Like, get all this, like, the the Dalek action out of the way and then you would have, like, a lot more of a, a cool-down than you usually get yeah. with... Um, New Who episodes. Um, see, the, I think the only thing I problem, problem with that is I think a lot of people who were tuning in to see the Dalek probably would have just gone right. Turned okay, off. turned off. So I episode think done. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like a it's a double edged sword. But yes. I mean, the cafe scene was very important because I mean, the the most telling line out of that I think was uh, Aaron says, "This is how you talk to your dad." And Ryan just goes, I don't know. He hasn't been around.
0: Just like, yeah, that wow. was brutal, but so powerful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So all props to Terrence and Cole on that one.
0: Yeah, he did. I mean, I think that he's he unfortunately he's been a little bit the forgotten man in in mm-hmm. this uh, out of the four. I mean, because Bradley Walsh has just been astonishing and yeah. the real kind of heartbeat of of the show. And mm-hmm. obviously Jodie's Jodie. She gets the attention because she's a doctor and her relationship with Yaz, she Mm -hmm. seems to kind of be the one that the doctor talks to. And then she's like the senior companion almost. And then everyone else is kind of, she's the one who gets paired off with her as well, because obviously Graham and and Ryan are the two that are, because they're family, they're together. Um, So I feel like he does get a little bit, I don't want to say he's like the spare part, but he is kind of the one who gets, you know, the least lines, I think. Mm. Um, yeah. If, if you like so that you know that he gets put in the spotlight and he has his own little thing he could get his teeth into yeah i thought that was really good for him mm-hmm. um i um I, I i agree with with you totally there that it was very enjoyable i just think that the, the pacing suffered a bit for it
1: yeah oh yeah i'll i definitely agree with you on that one yeah um it's one of those sort of it's one of those awkward things it's like it's important to have but at the same time you've got to find the right spot for it
0: yeah, um, I think the other thing, sort of pace, it, sort of, I thought story wise was a bit strange. Was this, um, you had this framing device of the sort of the three tribes, yeah. with the uh, you know, the three warring factions, and they take a lump of the Dalek off and that sort of thing. When a thing that I found really funny, actually, the sort of the biggest laugh of the day when it seems that UNIT is now no more, thanks to budget cuts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? When that when that
0: hashtag brexit yeah. jokes
1: wait
0: yeah. it's it could be it could
1: take it one of three ways you've got the whole thing with like trump threatening to back out the un you've also got brexit you've also got like the the Tories look for austerity cuts and i so it could it could work either way so if you're sort of like is this a joke of this this and this the answer is yes
0: yes <laughs> um is it basically um, a joke according to your political biases yeah. uh whatever it is
1: but um I, in a way i yeah. But in a way, I kind of like sort of like that because one of our refrains from the last couple of years is, where's Eunice? And it's yes. like, we've got our answer. It's like, oh,
0: <laughs> they've been uh, budget cut to death. Um, <laughs> they've all been reassigned. Um, I mean, uh, but in the wake of that, yeah, I thought, well, you've got a time machine. Why not get these three tribes to help you? Nope. No. We haven't got the budget for that apparently. So I was a bit like, okay. okay. So we're going to introduce that, and we're going to have all this stuff, and then not use it. Mm. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, the order of the the order of the custodians bit um, was given a lot more weight than it actually had. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I'm I'm not like against the having like the the law or something, but I, I don't know. I think if I'm trying to think of the way you could do it without sort of like. Like the the opening bit where you see them all fighting and then they take off the parts of the Dalek to remote locales. Maybe if you just, sort of like, just done that in like through storytelling um like like through the book, then yeah. maybe. But Princess it's Bride of, style. Yeah, sort of. But then you sort of set these like three the three descendants well, the two descendants anyway. Um but then they're sort of like, Oh no, it's it's something's
0: happening then it's gone. And it's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing as well. The fact that you kind of smash cut to the descendants. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you say, go, okay. Yeah. And, and then not, not come back to that. I just thought, well, you've got, you've got, you need an army. Mm-hmm. The one that you rely on is now gone. Yeah. There's one. <laughs> uh, okay. We're just not doing that. Mm. I see. <laughs> um, not that I hated which came, what came afterwards, but I just thought, well, it, it just feels like an, an open goal that you're not scoring into right yeah. there. Then again, I mean, like,
1: how effective would these descendants have been against the Dolly? Because, you know, they didn't well, fight in the first place. They've only been, like, told down and been trained. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I suppose you could bring them in just for the dog to end them. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they turn up like, we are the descendants. We will fuck these. Yeah, dead. That's, yeah. <laughs> that would be quite funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah
0: um shall we talk a bit about the dalek because i really kind of liked it what i yeah. mean and as well i thought what was really quite clever actually talking in kind of a literary sense mm. is that uh as we're talking about you know that this is kind of more of a, a finale episode than it, the last episode was mm. quite an interesting parallel i thought between the doctor building her sonic out of garbage and the doctor rebuilding itself out of garbage yes
1: i was just about to say that I really like that palette. And I like the sort of, like, the, the kit-bashed look. Because it's, yes. it's something different, but it's still sort of, like, reminiscent. like Recognizable. Yeah. I, I don't think if we see the Daleks properly in the future, they're not going to shy away from the RTD design now. I no. honestly don't think they will. Um, I think it's going too iconic in its own right. I mean, yeah, they probably might bring back some, like, classic-style Daleks. Sort of, like... Mm. Um, magician's apprentice sort of styley thing maybe but as for an actual proper this is what the dog's going to look like now thing it's not happening especially not after the new paradigm stuff no um so having this variant where it's basically just like made up from like parts that were salvaged plus like bits that's like knocked it up knocked up together like i like the mismatch of it and mm. one thing i found out which was quite fascinating is this Dalek model is completely remote controlled.
0: Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know
1: that. They, yeah, they did, well, if you look at the, um, the the torso, there's not really that much room for an operator inside it. So yes. um oh yeah, it was completely remote controlled. Somebody worked the eyestalk, somebody worked the manipulator arm, somebody worked the gunstick, and and all that. Um, and it's it's really quite effective. I thought that was really good. I mean, not to like put the Dalek operators out of work, but. I
0: thought it was a really clever way of doing it. Mm. Yeah, I I mean, it opens up much more possibilities because you haven't got to fit a human in it. Mm. Um, It it kind of means that they haven't... Because they haven't got to accommodate that, you can kind of do a few different exciting designs. So, yeah, Yeah. I I mean, the fact that I didn't notice at all, it shows you how effective it was because I just assumed there was a bloke in it. Um, Yeah, I I mean, but I did really... They're kind of doing that Borg thing with... um, with the Daleks now a little bit, you know, like when the Borg were in Voyager all the time, yeah. And then they would come up with like, "Oh, this is uh, this is a pilot uh, Borg, and and this is a Borg from this place." And so, <laughs> like, here's a Dalek. Here's some people who are
1: separated from the collective, but they're managing just fine. And yeah, I can't yeah. get what you mean. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, but you know, here's a Dalek. Here's a here's a thing. Is a thingy Dalek. This is a, a Ranger Dalek. This is a mm-hmm. blah 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 Dalek. So they're kind of doing that thing of like introducing new variants and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So you're gonna not be able to keep up with it. Mm-hmm. I d- I, mean, I did quite like uh, those kind of little things that they kind of picked out those the little things about Daleks that you kind of take for granted when the Doctor goes, I never really understood how much a rel is. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I think, if I'm recalling correctly, I think they established what how long a rel was. I think it was Evolution of the Daleks. But you can sort of forgive the Doctor for uh, for getting that yeah. right, because Evolution of the Daleks wasn't very good. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was fun, and mm. um, massive shout out to Nick Briggs. I mean, he always does a great job with the Daleks, but I always like it when he gets to sort of like do something different like with be bitchy dalek, yeah with a dalek voice um so especially when the mutant's out of its casing and it's possessing poor lynn like that was some really creepy shit there
0: yeah i don't can i could just, i again just sort of a small point of story order i uh, don't understand why i didn't kill her
1: yeah you, you think it would like you yeah. served your purpose you know do on unless you know maybe the arrival of the the and company sort of like Made it so, oh shit, I haven't got time. See ya. Mm. Um, I, I think that probably would have made a lot more sense, especially. But then again, it's the sort of thing of like they're having this sort of like little cute little sort of side plot where, you know, they had a New Year's Eve kiss and like, is mm. this something, is this not? Um, I mean, that doesn't spare Chris Chibnall including a gay character just to off him straight away, um, which that. <laughs> Yeah, don't do that, Chris. That's not, it's not cool. Especially not for like a throwaway gag like that. All oh, save his fingers in Yorkshire. So I tell my boyfriend, "Oh, shouldn't we told totally you that?" <laughs> and it's like, "No, that's no, don't do that, please, thanks." Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I I didn't mind the fact that the Dalek didn't kill her. It's not sort of like it is like an oversight, but it's like It's not like. Oh, that's taking me right out of the story.
0: No, it wasn't like that for me. I just—it was one of those things of when I was watching. I thought, eh, I wonder okay. why not? Yeah, that was kind of all it. Kind of all it did, really. Mm. I because mean, I thought that they were sort of angling to do that because obviously Ryan's dad gets gets yeah squidified. I wondered if they were sort of setting it up that it would just break his neck and fuck you and sort of thing like that. I, I mean, know, I wonder I'm... if I mean I thought Stephen Moffat would have done it.
1: Oh yeah, I am actually surprised that um,
0: <laughs> he survived.
1: End, yeah, yeah. Honestly, honestly, thought, like, when um, they had the problem with the, the vacuum corridors, like, it was going to take them both out. Or, so, like, Aaron would go, no, fuck you, I'm I'm saving my son because I care about him. Um, and then he would just, like, let go and then they'd both get dragged out to space. Whatever, that would have happened in the Moffat's uh, reign. Mm. Um
0: also a thing i thought would have happened that when they go down in the in the sewers and they find find that sort of splat on the wall i thought when when she went right up to it i thought tenth doctor would have licked that
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) he would have he so would have and then he would have immediately known as a dalek yeah he would have yeah absolutely that that okay i'm just imagining the tenth doctor go around licking daleks now that's just okay um
0: Yes, yeah, so I was going is... um, to say
1: art. no, this no,
0: no! I don't want to see it. If you send it to me, I will block you immediately.
1: <laughs> oh boy.
0: Um... <laughs> uh, uh, so, what did you think about our, our guest cast? So, um, I don't, I can't remember the young lady who played the bird who gets uh, yeah um... by the Lynn.
1: Lynn, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I, I quite liked her.
0: Um, yeah, I did as well. I, you... I quite liked everyone in this. I mean, yeah. I, I was quite surprised. I, I, I was quite impressed by how they managed to balance all of these people in this bloody episode, because mm. you've got three companions, plus the Doctor, plus Ryan's dad, plus these two, mm-hmm. um, plus a Dalek. It, it's a busy cast.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't feel like anybody got like short shrift. Yeah, I mean, maybe Mitch. Um, but uh, no, it was, it was quite like well done. Um I think there's a few, you know, char- I mean, I suppose you need like Polly in there to sort of like be the, oh, you know, units got defunded and all that sort of exposition. Yeah. Um, I really could have done without the, um, the wi Fi's is down where maybe we'll have to have a conversation
0: joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that kind of made me laugh, actually. Well,
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, it it was one of those ones <laughs> that, like... You know, the doctor says, oh, it's taking down all the Wi-Fi and the power and all that. And um, Graham goes, what, on New Year's Day? It, it's almost sort of like I was sort of half expecting to start winking at the camera when they're delivering these lights.
0: No, but I, I did kind of like that that light sort of thing of, like, um, <laughs> Ryan Coney's a monster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. that oh well, that bit was very good. Um, yeah. The, the cutaway gag to the, um, the, the family. The family who's got to talk to each other. Yeah. yeah. It just sort of, The only thing that was missing was sort of that wah, 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 wah,
0: wah, wah. wah, wah. Yeah.
1: Like, it's, it's such a Russell T. Davies sort of...
0: Thing, yeah, I, I, I would I, I would say that if if any, I mean we we will talk about this um, mm-hmm. on the the wrap up show quite extensively, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, um, it, this is such this is much more of an RTD sensibility in, in Chibnall's Doctor Who writing than there is mm. a, a Moffat sensibility. And yeah. I think that how successful that is is kind of how prepared to enjoy whimsy are you? Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I know that a lot of people's I'm gonna drop this word on you, whimsiometer <laughs> is is pretty low and mm. and and they will not accept this in, in their who. You <laughs> this, see what I mean?
1: This level of whimsy will not go unchallenged.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well actually speaking of like the RT um of things, the, the shootout between the Daleks and the, the army units. That, very, like, well, that actually...
0: wildly unprofessional army unit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to be a spod, and someone's going to correct me on this, but I I, I know that that was the regular army. It wasn't unit. No. And I, I, I'm, I say I haven't been in the army. I don't know. I've known a couple of people who are in the forces, mm-hmm. and just from, you know, when you see documentaries and stuff, that is not how they engage things. And, like, the, the bloke going, run away, that is not, it's not Monty Python. <laughs> <They're> not... <laughs> Run away You know, there is people you know, they train to deal with being shot at. Mm-hmm. And I okay, I will hold my hand up and say, Yes, that is an alien with a very powerful, scary thing, mm-hmm. and you would panic and blah 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 blah. They are trained professionals, mate. Yeah. You know, um I just think that you could have put a little bit more effort into doing the lingo properly at least. Mm. you know what I mean? You know, yeah. using ball, the like, sort of the bad the, the, or... the verbiage, yeah you know or you know because they don't shout you know shoot at the thing it's contact you yeah. know contact and shoot you know so yeah. um yeah i just thought that they could have put a, a tiny bit more effort into that um but you know it was nice to see kind of um a bit of mayhem actually because yeah. uh, sort of big start a sort of big scale mayhem i think mm-hmm. that they that in an effort to kind of again we will talk about this at length in our next episode but um Series 11 has been bringing things back to basics, real basics, stripping mm-hmm. it right back, making it like like 1963 Who again, essentially. Mm-hmm. So Series 11 has kind of lacked, like, bombast, like, big things. Mm-hmm. It's always been small things about individuals, you know, or small groups. So it was nice to have big explosions and loads of characters and, mm-hmm. like, you know, exotic locales and... <laughs> the x-files thing of typing out where we are at this particular time
1: yeah that was um something <laughs> especially when it had um when it had did um government communications headquarters and then G C H Q,
0: which is very spooks yeah. um the, the ones right at the beginning where they had sort of the big white text to fill the whole screen yeah. i don't dislike it but it reminds me of dallas Remember the titles yeah. you have to like the D A L A S. Do you know what
1: reminded me of a bit? So you've seen Quantum of Solace, right?
0: I have seen Quantum of Solace. So
1: you know how usually in Bond movies they have this little sort of like title card saying we're in this place. Yes. And but Quantum of Solace did things very oddly. It did. Um, so it had these really huge sort of like locale cards, but they've always done sort of like in the style of the place it was at. So yes. like sort of um uh, where where was the first oh Siena, was it? I think Siena, Italy. So it's it Siena, Italy, sort of, sort yeah. I mean, it's funny rising. you said that. We
0: we literally watched that yesterday not yeah. yesterday thursday i think we watched it because chuck was uh chuck's on a bit was a bit of a, a bomb bender, binge so he, he, yeah on a bond bender yeah so yeah, yeah sienna yeah uh, so yeah it's done in the style of Oof, things like, it's it's like you know
1: curse of lettering for sienna and then london it's on a um, manhole cover
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> and
1: then and, I think <laughs> and it was, it's raining yeah and then <laughs> haiti after that yeah and where, where was it after what did
0: it
1: end was it sort of russia or somewhere or chile. Ukraine or... chile isn't it no right the no, very very right, the very very
0: oh, the end, very end. Oh like god! Ukraine or somewhere? Uh, yeah, something or like that. Yeah,
1: Russia or oh, it's, f- somewhere? It, it's cold. Russia.
0: It's Russia. Yeah, because they're going and looking for Vespa's boyfriend's flat, aren't yeah, they?
1: Yeah. yeah. So yes. it's in that very sort of Soviet style lettering, and it's just sort of yeah. like guys <laughs> subtlety relax. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a Bond movie, but
0: you know, <laughs> calm it down. Well, I mean, a bit. there was a lot. There was a lot of things when we Quantum them a solace. That mm. being maybe the least of their problems. Yeah. <laughs> It's indicative of you know future issues, if you see what I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's
1: that's kind of what that almost reminded me of these sort of like very in your face sort of um low cards, you know these splashes, and it's just like okay, <laughs> just just sort of like on the bottom of the bottom middle of the screen in sort of and medium would have been nice, you know you now, keep it with the the title cards and all that, that would have been fine, but no, okay. Let's... Well, at least
0: I didn't do, at least I didn't do the thing of like each letter and then they have the typing sound effect over mm, that's it.
1: That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a weird nitpick to go on. Never mind.
0: <laughs> no, look, I, I mean, people are very, if there's one thing that confuses me is how angry people get about typefaces. I just really haven't got <laughs> the energy to be that upset about it, but if that's you, then go for your life. There's all P- I'm going to
1: Paging Clayton Hickman. Clayton Hickman, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what shocked me the other day is I was watching one of those like, uh, British Portrait Artists of the Year, Nambi Pambi things on oh, Sky Arts. Yeah, and they had, I had a woman doing one of the one of the things, and she had a PhD in typography, a PhD. <laughs> Bloody hell! <laughs> a doctor of typefaces, motherfucker. What? I, I, <laughs> you can do I, a doctorate in that shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I mean, you can get a doctorate in David Beckham, I suppose. You know you know, why
0: not fonts? <laughs> I'm doctor of, uh, is there a doctor on the plane? Yes. a fonts. Oh, fuck off. No <laughs> you can type up his death certificate. We don't find someone else. Who
1: cool, are you new? Um, <laughs> um, nothing else. No, no comic sounds. Thank you very much. Um,
0: times new Roman for you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so where were we? <laughs> I have no idea, dude. Um, um I'm sure there's something else we should talk about with this episode. Um, I I will say, let's go back to our main cast, although Mm. obviously sort of having maybe less face time than they are used to, because there's like another four people in this episode that need Mm -hmm. lines. I thought everyone was very good. Again, Bradley Walsh in particular, great. Mm -hmm. Um, Like his heart to heart with uh, Ryan's dad, I thought was very, uh, very good. Yeah. Very effective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Did, how did you feel about um, Jodie facing off with the Dalek? Because I, I um, quite liked it. I, I always like, I don't know why Why it is sort of recent. I think maybe it's just because like, it's a new who thing. But anytime the Doctor faces off with the Daleks, you always expect a certain amount of vitriol. Yes. And, um, you know, not to say that Jodie's not capable of doing that, but I thought it was interesting that she didn't. It was, she She had a an edge to her. Certainly, yes. especially when she's, like, saying, you know, this is my New Year's resolution, I'm coming for you. But for the most part, again, going, sort of going back to the Tenth Doctor, is very sort of much taking the mick out of it. You know, she says, you know, what do you call this? Look junk out cheek and all of that. She's getting very sassy with it.
0: Yeah, I think that's just sort of her, her way of coping with... Mm. Um, I mean, because that's the thing. Some people respond to stress with, you know, cr- anger yeah, yeah. or, you know, sarcasm. And I think that's just kind of her way of... Of dealing with it, you know, yeah. you can, I mean, because fundamentally, what I liked about it is that she is terrified of these things. Mm-hmm. She, she is frightened of Daleks, and especially the prospect of one, you know, this vicious being on the planet, and you know, she's kind of running out of ideas and like, mm-hmm. hasn't got much backup. Yeah, and I think that. You know, there was a healthy level. I mean, un- sort of a bit unlike the Twelfth Doctor who was like, will oh, fuck all these lot and don't care about them sort of thing. They that, can't do true. shit to me sort of thing. Uh, she sort of genuinely had a healthy amount of, like, uh, respect uh, in the fact that they are terrifically dangerous and mm. a massive problem. So, yeah. you know, there is that thing of, like, when she's walking around... I quite like that when she's walking around the warehouse, you had this idea of, like, she was scared about what was going to... Pop up and all this yeah. sort of thing, but once so, she was kind of in the flow, and mm-hmm. she kind of you know felt like to find her to find her strength. That's kind of how she was dealing with, you know, to make it smaller and less scary is to kind of attack it with that sarcasm yeah. sort of thing, and then sort of finding the finding it herself to say I'm the doctor motherfucker, and then it goes oh shit bye <laughs> and leaves yeah. yeah. So
1: yeah, no no I'm, I'm yeah you know, I'm not having a dig at it. Um, no. I just thought it was interesting how she. Um, went about facing off the dog, like, con comparing it to... I mean, I completely actually forgot about um, the Twelfth Doctor's sort of attitude towards dogs, which was basically, oh, yeah, you're here.
0: Oh, fuck him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so there's no... Yeah, actually, there's absolutely no point during his tenure where... I mean, obviously, that you know, this is the Twelfth Doctor we're talking about, I mean, the, the apples and oranges. But like, there was no point where he was sort of, like, even even unnerved about the Daleks presence maybe okay maybe he's at the end of uh, Magician's Apprentice after he he thinks Mm. they've killed Clara but
0: apart from that Hmm. not bothered yeah um it kind of reminded me a bit of you know you remember when the 11th Doctor I think it was when they were talking about Trenzalor and he like bursts into tears because he's so worried about it and it kind of reminded me of that in in that you know that there's that I I think that she kind of brought across the the Doctor's very complicated set of feelings towards the Daleks Mm. in that um, they bring out the worst in her. Yeah. And she doesn't like that about herself, if you see mm. what I mean. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's true. I mean, when she says the line, I-, I made myself think like a Dalek. You know, she's sort of got the feeling as, sort of silent, but I really wish I didn't have to. Didn't have
0: to, yeah. Yeah.
1: But, you know, in the words of the second doctor, you know, this galaxy's produced some terrible things they must be fought. So it's sort of like, it's a necessary evil for her but at yeah, the same time
0: but I, but I would kind of go to the place of like yeah that's uh, I, you agree up to a point with the second doctor but uh, i mean i feel like with with sort of later doctors especially mm-hmm. it's almost i think if the dalek sort of said and she felt like she could believe them we're done and we're just going to be over here on Scarrow. That Hmm. would be it, as far as you know. She she doesn't wouldn't feel the need to fight a Dalek if they didn't come at her. If you see what I mean? Yeah, that's
1: true. They they weren't starting shit. Yes. Yeah, don't start nothing. Won't be nothing. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Uh, So, is there anything else
0: you wanted to mention about resolution? No, I think I think I think we have uh, we've we've uh, wrapped that one up. So, shall we score it? Okay. Um.
1: Hmm. I'm trying to think. I think probably a seven for me. I mean, yeah,
0: that's that's where I am with it. Yeah, it
1: it was perfectly enjoyable. Yes, Um, probably not the best Dalek story going, but you know, for what it was.
0: Yeah, I I like the thing of like uh, when you see that. I enjoy. It's sort of like the, the series with Caesar, season one Dalek mm-hmm. in that when, when you have these things and they're sort of this big edifice. Yeah. And they're just they're scary as like one big big lump or collective. Mm-hmm. But you have to kind of occasionally be reminded how dangerous one is.
1: Yeah. I think, so yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Before we uh, pack it up for this episode, we do have an email.
0: Hooray! Um,
1: courtesy of Phoebe Russell. Hello. Um, she Hello. Says, Hello, Mike and Emma. Sorry that this email is sent pretty late considering that the episode I'm talking about came out a while ago, but I had some thoughts about Demons of the Punjab. I am currently studying the Indi- Indian independence movement at A-level. Therefore, when it was first announced that Doctor Who was doing an episode sent around the partition of India, my knowledge of the event made me slightly worried about how they would write such an episode about this topic without making it too depressing or violent. However, I'm glad to be proven wrong. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode and was impressed by how well they handled such a serious topic. I think the focusing on how such a huge event affected one family is extremely effective and compelling. I'm glad that this episode had more of a focus on Yaz because she feels like she's been the least developed character up to this point. I also like that the show is tackling topics that could start conversations between families or educate people about historical events that they hadn't learned about before. I've really enjoyed the season of Doctor Who. As a self-proclaimed history nerd, I've particularly enjoyed the historical episodes, especially since they're focusing on periods of history that that are interesting but overlooked in shows like this. I was shocked to see them cover uh, a topic like the partition because, even though it is on the A-level syllabus at some schools, it isn't taught at GCSE and therefore isn't really general knowledge to people who didn't pursue an education in history after secondary school anyway sorry for the long slightly waffly email i've been a fan of the podcast for a while and after being introduced to it by my dad who's been a fan for, for years nice but this is my first time writing in uh, all the best phoebe uh, thank you for that phoebe
0: yeah cheers phoebe that's really cool um i i mean because we you did a levels in you mike you did A-levels. i did
1: yeah but not you like, did, yeah. yeah just like yeah I'd uh, say, uh, german and english but that was about
0: it yeah i, I did history well. a level mm-hmm. um look no one did mate don't worry about it it's um (laughs) it's um uh, i did history a level and it wasn't on our syllabus um uh i did i i'm gonna hold my i don't know if i can't i don't know if i remember if i said this at the time when we did the show about demons Mm. but i didn't learn about the partition until it was the 50th anniversary and that in 2017 and they had a bunch of programs on it about on bbc
1: yeah yeah that's true yeah i don't I, i don't we never covered that at school i don't think
0: no, never did. No. Um so. when I was at school when I was at school it was Tudors, mm-hmm. Victorians, yeah. World War Two. Pretty much, yeah. That's it. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um uh, and that didn't change until I did my A levels actually, and then it mm. was it, we still ended up doing a heck of a lot of Tudor shit. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I'm 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 really pleased that, that your syllabus uh, covers that. That's really cool. And mm. um, yeah, as uh, as a as a young person, what the good God are you doing listening to us and not going out partying? But okay. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for listening, Phoebe. Um, and all the best of luck with your A levels. They suck now. Mm. It will be worth it. I promise you. All, yeah. it, all the work will will pay off. Um, you know, but don't use. Me as an example in that. But I mean, um, <laughs> it, it all pays off. Um, yeah. Just don't do what I did and, and be drunk for all of it. Um, <laughs> uh, and also, shout out to your dad uh, for, for listening forever as well. Get him to write in or something for us. We'd love to hear from him too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thanks for your email. That's really cool.
1: Awesome. So if you've got any thoughts about resolution, you can email us at Greater Show at syndicated.com, tweet us at Greater Show Pod, or you can visit our Facebook page at slash Greater Show Podcast. We invite you to visit simplysyndicated.com and check out our many sister shows on the network and as always, we welcome your support. The best way you can help us out is by signing up to Simply Everything. A monthly fee of just £6 gives you access to ad-free versions of current shows, a library of podcasts from the network's archives and shows that are exclusive to the service. We also have a merchandise store that offers apparel and accessories to both Europe and America. We also have a Patreon and you can donate in the network through PayPal which links to both are on the bottom of the website. With that being said, thank you very much, Emma. Thank you, Mike. And until next time, take care and bye-bye.